And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a regular basis. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I have my hostess, my lovely co-hostess guest, Nixie Marie, back here with me today. Hello, Miss Nixie. How are you? Hello. I am doing fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> fabulous, darling. Fabulous, darling. Ah, <laughs> uh, So let's see here. Uh, I really enjoyed our last um, co-host session, by the way. So I'm looking forward to doing this again. I'm sure the listeners loved you as well. How could they not? I mean, Nixie's good. Nixie's good. <laughs> Why, um, thank you. So, let's jump right in here, shall we? Uh, reviews, reviews, iTunes reviews. We have some iTunes love. As you guys know, it makes my day when I wake up and see some positive feedback from you guys. It definitely helps me to keep fueling this labor of love that is the show. And it also, uh, when you review on iTunes, which is sort of the holy grail of all things, pod, all things podcasting, it uh, helps me to reach new people. And I also, while I'm thinking of it, um, love it if and appreciate it when you share with other people. Um, you're essentially, all these things are helping to spread the positivity. And um, yeah, that's what this whole thing's about. And this definitely completes the circle of love hearing from you guys. So please review, share with friends, family, all those things, uh, or just write me in too. You know, write in, write in questions. I love getting questions, 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 Brandon at positivehead.com to answer on the show. But um Ah, let's see this review. This is X Factor 31 and the title is Synchronous Key. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I haven't heard that one I yet. I know, I haven't either. I haven't either. That's good. X Factor. Should probably buy the domain. Yeah. <laughs> get it. Get it. <laughs> get now. it now. Someone out there is going to yeah, run yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um I stumbled across this podcast while delving deeper into hermetic philosophy. At first I thought that the podcast was cheesy. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, X Factor. Uh, no, that's good. I, I love it because it goes on to see that my cheesiness won them over. Um, oh, okay. At first, I thought I thought that the podcast is cheesy, and what is the deal with all this positivity? However, the more I listened, the more I resonated with the material. Now I can't stop listening. I've been reviewing the previous episodes, and I've probably covered half the material so far. Since discovering the podcast, I've noticed that my mood tends to be better after listening. Also, I've begun to experience synchronicities with the podcast. 
I remember there were a couple of episodes where certain guests would call out spirit, God, or whatever uh, word you'd like to use. They would make a statement and some reaction to the statement would happen, such as a storm would just appear or a swarm of dragonflies and the like. Well, I decided to give this a try. I asked Spirit to show me a butterfly while driving, and 30 seconds later, one flew across the road in the middle of a city. Wow. Okay, that was nice. But <laughs> let's see a swarm of butterflies. I like the way X Factor's stepping up uh, their game here. Um, no avail, no swarm. It had been about 10 minutes, and I was turning down the road I live on and had nearly given up on seeing the swarm of butterflies. On the side of the road, there was a flower bed with 15 to 20 butterflies flying around. I was floored. Later that evening, I was at work and I have to walk a lot. Um, I noticed that everywhere I went, there were crickets. Some even seeming to walk beside me everywhere I went. I had to take great care to keep from stepping on them. I didn't think much of it until I downloaded the podcast that evening. Brandon's episode was about butterflies and crickets. I had been experiencing butterflies and crickets all day. After reading the title of the episode, I was speechless. Brandon, keep up the good work. Oh, that's so I love it. The the butterfly cricket, like synchronicities, uh, synchronicities (laughs) keep going on and on and... um, Thank you, X Factor, for taking the time to share that story. Um, it's magical. It's the magic is continuing, you know, with people, people, and I said it. I called it. Like I know I'm going to hear back from people who have their own experiences because you're just tuning into the whole. It's just like we're just playing here. That's like what the universe wants to do. So many people get caught up in their life play. and drudgery, and yes. it's like you are here to play. Like that is the, the that is the someone was just telling me this. That they was had, that was what I had discovered at Burning Man. The ah, pass the password to life the is password. play. Yes, it was you. Of course, it was yeah. you. I'm so glad that was you that told me that. <laughs> yeah. So you had a moment at Burning Man where that was sort of that was our big download yeah me and my girlfriend it's a really good download it's like you're meant to celebrate and live joyously Mm -hmm. and play and if you are in a current situation where that seems difficult because of this circumstances your circumstances are only a vibrational reflection of your previous vibrational offerings so bring that playful joyous energy to you know, the job where you're stapling for eight hours a day or whatever is going on and you will see yourself then Mm -hmm. attracting more things that are playful. So that's how you get on to more playful things, you know, that seem, you know, it's, it's by, by, by bringing it to where you're at because where you're at is perfect. It's exactly where you need to be on your journey. Yeah, like with that stapler gun, make it a competition. Yeah, like set exactly. A timer and like staple someone's see hand how to the fast table. You can staple or something. <laughs> no, don't staple anyone's yeah. hand to the table. But no. you might find something you could stay like staple their um, their pant leg maybe to something. I don't know. Staple their shoelaces together. <laughs> you got to be a carpenter to have staple gun that powerful. <laughs> So why did you bring a stapler to work, Exactly, exactly. We're going to get people fired. I'm just playing. Just playing, just playing. That's what they told Um, me to do. But yeah, that review is awesome. And I I love it, Nixie, when someone, it's happened a few times where people are like, you know, you have people who tend to be more cynical. A lot of times, really intelligent people, logical people can be oh, cynical yeah. because when you haven't, when you're really intelligent and, you know, IQ high, you know, 
all those things, but you haven't been sort of fully introduced to the play, to the the fun of it of, of life, to 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 your spiritual side. It's like you're living in your head and not in your heart. And a lot of times, people make that transition later. First parts of their lives is all head based, head based, head based. You know, brain based, and then you start learning how to open up the heart. And then cheesy is less uh, cheesy and more like fun. It's like silly. It's you know. Everyone yeah. needs a little bit of cheesiness. I think that that's a big part of our integration we're experiencing now is getting out of the mind and getting into the heart. For and sure. And playing. And playing. And it's awkward at first because you feel silly and your ego comes up and mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't want to, what, this is uncomfortable and I'm going to judge myself and everybody's judging me, but mm-hmm. really ultimately we're judging ourselves and it's it's a beautiful gift to tap into that playfulness. Yeah. For sure. And you touched on something, the ego. The ego can um, definitely throw us all for for loops. Um, We talked before about Arv Now, which talks a lot about ego. Um, And, um, you know, I found, you know, one of the things you and I were talking about that I thought would be interesting to mention is, yeah, not only can ego say, oh, I'm too cool for this or that. But then once you start waking up to some of these concepts in the idea that, "Hold, hold on here, I'm I'm starting to really get this. I'm God. I'm, you know, for lack of a better word, I'm source Yeah. in the physical. I'm a sorcerer. I'm channeling source energy, yeah. which I'm very fond of saying. Um, <laughs> I like to call myself a sorcerer. We're all sorcerers. But then you have to be really careful. And I know I went through this. It's like all of a sudden you can get into this separation thing. It's like, oh, they don't know yet. Mm-hmm. They're not as smart or in tune and I'm special. And they're, and this happens a lot. You know, I've heard someone call it, a um, friend of mine, uh, called it spiritual narcissism. And yes. I really like that term because it really is uh, something it that is a lot of, it's sort of like a stage that a lot of people yeah. uh, in their, um, you know, spiritual development will go through uh, to some degree. And let's not get stuck there because you are uh, one with all that is. That's true. You are source in the physical, but you're also, uh, you know, you're i mean have you ever seen a picture of earth from a distance it is like it's nothing yeah and then you're this like nothing dot on this nothing <laughs> planet in this we don't know nothing va- yeah we're like <laughs> we're infinitely large on one hand but we're we're certainly the the microcosm of spirit you know a fractal of that's way down the rabbit hole so you're great you're grand you're all those things but you're also like a babe in the woods you are just a babe waking in the woods you are a babe in the woods <laughs> <laughs> it's a good visualization yeah exactly and you know i found a, a cool quote um that sort of speaks to this chagyam trungpa uh, said the problem is that the ego can convert anything to its own use even spirituality and mm-hmm. so uh, we need to be really humility. My brother wrote a song years ago and he had a lyric in it. Humility is the key word when faced with these lessons. And I always, it always stuck with me. I love, I love that line. It's so true. It's like bring humility to it. You are, you know, as anything else just kind of distorts and yeah, it, it kind of kills the magic, right? Yeah, definitely. I have been a full on, I embodied the ego trap for quite some time through my spiritual awakening. So um, I I can relate and I've been there. And I actually saw a meme once that was like the process of the spiritual awakening. And Mm -hmm. it was one of it was the ego trap and what Mm -hmm. that means. And and for me, I I lost a lot of my old friends because of that narcissism that Mm -hmm. I had. 
and like, oh, I found all these answers. I want to go share the truth, and I have the way. And I ultimately, mm-hmm. it came from a good place, but I, I wanted them to experience what I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. But then now I'm in a place of full compassion that I get to just tap into that and realize that everybody has their own journey and all I get to do is be the light within myself and that ultimately I just I'm I'm just by being me is is what can possibly awaken or or serve someone to grow yeah (laughs) we don't have to force it down people's throat you know for years (laughs) i even if you listen to my first podcast like that's the first that's the first thing i talk about like when i launched podcast number one it's like for years i was so passionate about this topic and you know it was a lot less in vogue you know going shoot almost 20 years ago when i first started kind of waking up to a lot of these concepts and my own spiritual awakening, I guess you would say. And then I would talk about the stuff fervently, passionately, mm-hmm. saying, you know, like I am now, and uh, maybe just a little less refined and uh, a little more hypocritical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I would talk about it incessantly, and people would be like, okay, that's really interesting. Or, dude, what are you smoking? You're crazy, right? And uh, I would try and like kind of force it on people sometimes and, you know, really like get into battles with like my dad, who's like a very conservative Christian still, or people yep. that were, you know, Christians like, oh, let me show you why you're, you're, you're wrong. You're, you're not worshiping smart. Worshiping the devil, why, basically. Yeah. 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 And you don't need to do that. People are right where they are. Like for, for my dad, it's perfect where he's at right. in his journey. It, it suits his, his his path, you know, his place on the on the path. It's leading him to the next greatest and grandest version of himself. And it doesn't mean he's going to have his awakening in this life necessarily. He could. He, you know, I mean, from the trajectory of things, uh, he's. I've never seen anyone latch on to some some really interesting perspectives in in you know just this sort of, from my view, sort of archaic view of God and the universe and what's going on here and. And that's okay. That's like, it's serving him perfectly. So it is perfect. And and I think that's really important. But then you get the other side of the coin where there's the people who see someone maybe going through their own spiritual struggle, their own ego kind of issue. And then it becomes like very judgmental and all people on a spiritual path are like that. And it's just like, there's just traps all the way around. And when you can put ego in its proper place, it's, it's, it can be a healthy thing. Like, you know, you're, you're, soul your spirit is really there to guide like and um a lot of people talk about killing the ego i don't really agree with that i think it serves us it it, used in proper context it can serve us i think embrace is a good way to navigate it in a sense because it's there it's it's our vehicle to be on this planet and to be separate to some degree because we are yeah it's a divine dichotomy we're we're both one talking to each other like from one perspective i'm you and you are me and we're it's talking to itself and from another perspective we're completely separate you're nixie i'm brandon you're mm-hmm. female i'm male all these differences <laughs> yeah. you're wearing a really cool poncho i'm wearing like a really <laughs> lame t-shirt like it's got a cool pocket <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah you know and you had mentioned we were talking a little bit um the other night and you were telling me about uh, a really cool uh dmt ceremony that you did right and you had some yes. ego sort of perspective given to you so why don't you share a little bit of that story i love these types of stories and kind of what what that process was like for you i would love to share it was it's been such a transformative journey since since this this ceremony that i participated in and i would like to emphasize the word ceremony because i 
had the privilege of doing it in a way where it was very intentional and we got to sit in a circle with some of my closest, you know, soul tribe members and really talk about what um, our light and our shadow and what we want to bring into this whole ceremony. And I, I've definitely heard from some of my friends that they've had done the D, done DMT or smoked it and they just, oh, I did DMT. And their their experience wasn't um, very pleasant because they don't know what how much and, and all of those things. So if that's something that, you know, I, I definitely don't want to be like a pusher on anyone right. of like any drug use at all. But if that's something that is you're interested in to definitely seek out guidance for mm-hmm. that process because the it's integration super powerful too. I mean, it's, it's like, so I mean I I'm 26 years old and I thought in my my mind that I would never do a journey like this until I was like 40 or something mm-hmm. like oh I was I have to be ready for it and um, my process really was like before Burning Man I was really f- afraid of of this and I but I asked spirit and guides to send me sort of a a message that this is something that I was supposed to be doing. And uh, the next day, my sister Liz calls me up and she's like, Hey, um, you know, we're going to be doing this after Burning Man. Are you, do you want to be a part of it? And immediately my ego goes, no, like, Mm -hmm. no, you shouldn't. But inside I really tuned in and I said, yes, yes, I'm ready. And, um, I had a very intense like Burning Man journey, which is another story in itself, but I purged a lot. And then I came home and I was just like, okay, I am ready for this experience. And I don't know what's, what, what's going to happen, but, um, ultimately it's been such a beautiful, more, my biggest breakthrough that I received after was I was sort of coming back into the time and space and seeing the the people around me who were holding space for me through my guided journey. And, um, you know, really all I saw was just sacred geometry, like white light beings. And I'm still really searching for the words. Um, yeah, that's what a lot of people talk about coming back from DMT is like, there's not really words you can put into. Yeah. Wayne Dyer puts it pretty good. You, you posted, um, a video on Wayne Dyer, like the shift and, um, all of what he said was like those, that's exactly what I received all that, all those information. Mm -hmm. But, um, so ultimately, uh, so I was coming back into the reality of everything and, and I was asked by the guide, would you like more? And I was just smiling and in like full state of bliss and like, no, 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 I don't need more. Like, I'm so happy I found the answers. And um, I know I've been there. I get it. I don't need more. And then a part of me, I started rolling around and I thought to myself, wait, wait, maybe I do want to go there again. Mm -hmm. I do want more. And so I look up and I said, yes, more, please. And I then asked myself, wait, what part of me wants more? Mm. Is that my ego or is that really me? Mm Because now I'm coming back into the physical realm. Mm -hmm. So the ego is is with me again. (laughs) And what happens in DMT is you have a full on ego death experience. Mm -hmm. So your ego no longer exists on your journey. Because ego is really a tool that we use here in the physical dimension. And what DMT does Mm -hmm. essentially blasts you out of the physical dimension. (laughs) Right. And it's a, a process of full surrender. And um, I I then realized that my whole life I've been a seeker of wanting more. 
And mm-hmm. that I, I asked my friend, I said, I actually don't know if I want more. Do I want more? Like asking someone to mm-hmm. give me the answers. And then I checked in with myself and I stood up and I screamed like, I don't want more. I don't <laughs> want more. <laughs> I, I've got this. I, I have I don't, enough. I don't. Yes, I have enough. Wow. And I think that's a powerful breakthrough for a lot of us yeah. because we're in this material world mm-hmm. and um, things can be very enticing of just, I want more of this, I want more of that, or do more of this. And um, ultimately, it's a very powerful lesson to just yeah. to be, be humble. Content. And, be content with what you've got. And mm-hmm. I think um, that's a, that is a super powerful especially in the context of sort of uh, journeying uh, like you were doing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I often will talk about the concept, sort of the art of living is you can have what you want when you don't need it anymore. It's mm-hmm. like once you let it go, I yeah. don't need, you know, a bazillion dollars to be happy. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm actually completely content without it although I'm taking efforts to do this, that, or the other, maybe to create more abundance. And then it's like, you unlock it. It's like, you get what you, you get what you want when you don't need it. You don't feel, you know, and that's sort of a very important piece. Find peace with exactly where you're at, exactly what you've done, all the slip ups, missed opportunities on and on and on. Just relax into it's perfect. You are perfectly imperfect, you know, and that's something that I definitely continue to work on. Yes. And we are, we are infinite. We are light beings that come directly from source and all of the, the wisdom that you are seeking is within you. So, um, love is like, love for me has a whole different meaning now because I understand from this journey, my ego completely and I'm being tested. We all are being tested every single day with either an old pattern or old thought belief that comes up or an old way of being. And when that comes up for me now, I understand like the, the driving force, whether that be my ego or really, truly, do I want to feed that story or do I want to shift and change my story? So. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you, you talked about just, um, being in the vibration of love. And I think, I believe I talked about this on the show. Sometimes I forget what I talked about on the show and what I talk about in my life. And, um, but, uh, there's an Osho quote. Um, I love because my love is not dependent on the object of love. My love is dependent on my state of being. So whether the other person changes, becomes different, friend turns into foe does not matter because my love was never dependent on the other person. My love is my state of being. I simply love. Actually, that's a little different than the one uh, that I was talking about. I think I talked about on the show recently, but very similar. It's like, you know, moving into the vibration of love, not fixated on any one thing or person or experience or, you know, um, you know, having enough money or any of mm-hmm. those, any things, physical things. It's like, yeah, I am enough. Repeat that mantra. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Today's mantra is I am enough. I am enough. Just where I am with what I've got. 
And it's such a peaceful realization when you get there. Yeah, you can stop. Stop yeah. struggling. Right. Like, you just put it all down. Like, put the mm-hmm. put the sword down, put the armor down, <laughs> and just like surrender into yes. the eternal now. And then you start kind of float. Then you start kind of floating, following the synchronicities, mm-hmm. following your gut. Where's the energy taking me? Oh, this feels good. Is this in the flow? Okay. Yeah. You check in with yourself over and over. How does this feel? How does this feel? Yeah. And then you start to work that muscle and you start working that muscle and it becomes, uh, it's, it's like your soul becomes your pilot, essentially. I like to call it living in flow state. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, Nixie, thank you for living in flow state here with me today. <laughs> this has been a magical experience. We are out of imaginary time, but there's plenty more where that came from. So we'll be back and uh, you're going to be back with me on another episode. Yay! Um, at some point. Maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Another lifetime? Yeah. (laughs) That too. I'm sure we've probably done this before. Yeah. Uh, We're doing it on another channel right now in some other like weird podcast. I've got like three heads and uh, (laughs) alien world. (laughs) And ears. Oh, okay. Funny visual. Um, So you've got some music for us. Music I lover do. that you are, you're taking the DJ, you're DJ Nixie. <laughs> DJ Nixie Pixie in yeah. the house. In it, G. Uh, <laughs> um, so I have Wild Bell, uh, Love Like This. Love Like This. How appropriate. Love Like This. And I can't cool down Your love is why